if you're trying to understand the game and what to be thinking about in a mental perspective or in certain um, situations, certain situations like, why are coaches, like, why are these coaches decisions, making these decisions, if you decisions? want context, these premier announcers know what the heck is going on. I've learned so much from them just sitting and watching and learning what it is that they see that maybe I didn't see. Hey, I'm Ashley Agle. Some of you might know me as Ashley Burkhart, and I'm a former D1 and professional softball player who spent a few years coaching in the college game before deciding to put all of my focus into youth softball players and helping them make their dreams and their goals happen for them. It's our job to help them unleash their potential and become the athletes they've always dreamt of. I come from a small city in the Midwest and didn't let that stop me from making my goal of playing D1 softball a reality. No matter where you live, you have the tools to help you thrive, and I am hoping through this podcast to help you get there. On this podcast, you'll learn from Olympians, Hall of Fame coaches, and elite players what their journeys have been like, and you'll also learn from me and my family a bit of our journey through the game. I'm so excited to have you here, so whip out your notebook and let's learn how we can grow in this game together. Welcome to When the Cleats Come Off. Hello, welcome back to When the Cleats Come Off. I'm so excited to have you here. I'm also very excited that college softball is going to be on TV this weekend. Yes, if you didn't know it, the second weekend of February is always when Division One starts playing games and when we can start seeing games be televised. And it is an exciting year. This is the year that more and more games are going to be televised. ESPN just announced that 3,200 games, 3,200 are going to be all across ESPN platforms. And that's just ESPN. A little bit later, I'm going to give you other platforms where you can find more games. But that is so exciting. Our game is getting seen. And every year, there are more and more games that we can watch. And I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I'm drinking my coffee and I can't wait to sit on my couch and watch some games this spring. And I'm going to share with you today five reasons why college softball should be on your TV this weekend. This is like my yearly announcement that it is so important to get the game in front of youth athletes. It's so important for coaches to see other coaches who are at the top of their game and how they coach and what decisions they make. We can learn so much. So I'm going to give you five reasons why it should be on your TV. Take some notes because I'm going to be sharing a lot of ways where where you can watch, how you can watch, and who you should be following so that you can kind of keep a pulse on the season. All right. The first reason why it should be on the TV this weekend, it is probably, it's probably the second best way you can support the game. Um, and simply by turning on your TV and watching those stats that like the reason why so many people or the reason why we have so many games this year is because so many people watched last year and your support of the game could simply be, be by watching it on TV or on an ESPN platform. So it is, I, I say it's the second best way because I think the best way you could support the game is by actually physically getting your butt in the seat and watching the game live. The energy and the excitement and just the experience is obviously going to be better when you're physically at a game. And I'm going to say this right now, support your local teams, support your local teams. If they are in your neck of the woods or within a couple hours or a few hours I know some people that drive six plus hours just to watch their favorite players play. 
if you're close, go watch. Like Notre Dame is right down the street from me. The amount of youth teams and youth players who want to be college players one day or just overall want to learn more about how to be better, their butts are in the seats. And they're the ones that are soaking up the experience. They're, they're the ones that are dreaming big. And we love that. We love that for the game. And we love that because it makes the game better. And just the overall experience is just a 10 out of 10, if not a 15 out of 10 in some games, to just go watch some of the best do what they do. So that was actually a little side note. Support your local teams. I don't care if they're NAIA, D2, D3, D1, anywhere. Go support your local teams. That is where dreams start. Um, But yes, it is one of the best ways to support the game in general. So that had to be number one. All right, number two, this one's a big one. And you guys know how much I talk about role models and the power of having one. There are role models everywhere, everywhere. Back when I was playing, and I'm totally aging myself, but there were only a select few games on TV. It was like when when the Women's College World Series started, maybe maybe a few regionals were on, the, on TV, but not many. It was just the top teams in the nation that you could watch. My dad and I were sitting and watching these games, and that is where my spark started to want to be a better player. I watched, you guys know this, a lot of you know this, if you don't, Caitlin Lowe was my favorite player to watch. Strictly because when I was 11 and 12, I was switching from the right side of the plate to the left side. So we watched Natasha Watley, Caitlin Lowe, and we watched them like a hawk. So as I was watching her do her thing, I started getting really excited about working on my own game and, you know, wanting to do it without dad forcing me to go practice. I was like, dad, like, I want to be like Caitlin. I want to dive for a ball in the outfield and hit the fence like That sounds kind of wild and crazy, but I want to make those plays. I want to steal bases like her. I want to see the ball well. And she had literally a home run over the fence, slapping. And I just thought it was the coolest thing ever. So you will be surprised at how much your athlete learns about the game, but also is inspired by these role models that are literally inches away on your TV screen. This also can be for coaches. Coaches, if you want to be better, which you wouldn't be listening to this podcast if you didn't want to be better, there are coaches that are the best in the world. They are Hall of Famers for a reason. They will also be on TV. And if you have a coach that you admire, I would say watch them like a hawk. What decisions are they making? When are they pinch running? When are or and how are they pinch running? When are they pinch hitting? And what situations are they doing it in? Did it work for them? Did it not? There is so much that any spectator who is a part of the game can learn by simply just sitting there watching. Um, So just absorb it all. There are role models for everyone. I know umpires that, you know, want to be better behind the plate and they are watching umpires (laughs) do their thing. And we just talked to Victor Canales last week on the podcast about how umpires You know, they do get a bad rap, but, you know, if you want to be a great umpire, go watch that game that's on next. Like, see what they're doing. See how they what what they do on their punch out call. Like, you can literally watch anything. And I think that is the coolest thing ever. My dad and I specifically watched Caitlin and her first step in the outfield. We would love like the overhead view where you could see the hit and how the outfielders reacted. And we watched how her hips turned, what angles she was taking to the ball when she was stealing. Like, when was she going? How was she sliding? Like, these are just a few select things that you could be watching. But 
again, you're watching with intent. You're watching to see what your role models are doing so that you can start emulating, you know, how they play, but most importantly, like how they react to failure. Um, A lot of players who listen right now, you want to play in college. Well, you should be watching how these players react when they fail. You should be watching what they do from their first at bat to their third at bat. What type of adjustments are they making at the plate? Are they swinging early on in the count? Can you tell what pitches are they looking for? This is where you can get really intricate on watching and learning so much. And I totally just combined numbers two and three, but it's fine. Um, But speaking of role models, if you're kind of wondering who to be watching, we've literally had Skylar Wallace on the podcast and she was talking about base running. You're going to see her stealing a ton of bases this spring. If you want to be a better base stealer, go watch Skylar Wallace at Florida. Um, A lot of you guys love Jordy Ball if you're a pitcher. Nebraska is going to be on TV. I think they'll mostly be on the Big Ten Network um, because that's not affiliated with ESPN. But I'll talk to you later about where to find your favorite teams and where they're playing. But also a role model that I think all hitters and even defenders should have is Erin Koffel. Erin Koffel was just on the podcast recently talking about her love of hitting. I recently found out when she talked to my Virtual Hitting Academy members a few weeks ago, she actually loves defense more than hitting. And I have never seen a defender other than Sis Bates. I feel like Sis Bates, you can always just tell, enjoys the heck out of every moment getting the ball. Erin Koffel's right up there um, and she plays shortstop and she's just super smart. Her footwork's so good. She loves playing defense. And like you want to watch these players who love the game, watch them work, watch them, you know, take the, the, the moment seriously, but also enjoy the heck out of the game. So if you guys need some role models, we've had many on the podcast. And if you liked them on the podcast, you'll definitely want to follow them. And again, perfect way to support your favorite player. Okay, so number three, and I again, I dove into this a little bit in number two, but it's the best way to learn the game. I, th- I think physically, if you can watch from an outsider's point of view, what's going on in the field, and I like obviously TV games because you have replay. <laughs> you can just rewind if you wanted to look back at something. Back then we called it TiVo, but my dad and I, if we saw Caitlin have a really good jump in the outfield, We'd go back to the actual moment of when she started running and we'd see how did she turn her hips? What direction is she going in? What's her angle? Um, And we would just play that on replay. And the nice thing is if you go back and just like replay it, then you can like skip through commercials later, however long you end up watching the replay. But you can learn so much, so much about the game. And what I thought was like really cool was this past weekend I did a clinic at a place called The Hangar in Valparaiso, Indiana. Really awesome facility, by the way. 10 out of 10 experience. I will definitely be back. But I um, remember there was a mom and her daughter checking in. And the mom was asking me like, hey, is this just for like high level travel ball players? Or could my um, young daughter who just really likes rec ball, is she going to learn something today? And I said, oh my gosh, yes, Like she will learn so much today. But I'm thinking about her right now as I was taking these notes. She is the prime player that can learn so much from the game. We were doing a mental skills talk at this clinic and she specifically asked me a question. She goes, you know, sometimes when I feel the ball, everybody's yelling at me of where to go and I just never know where to go. And she goes, how can I work on that? And immediately I was like, 
oh, girlfriend, watch the game. Did you know softball's on TV? And she goes, no, like I didn't know it was on TV. I said, yeah, if you have ESPN, ESPN, she probably doesn't have ESPN plus because that's for the diehards that want to watch all the games. But I was like, if you have ESPN, if you have, it's actually going to be on the MLB network. That was a surprise I was going to share with you. But these are just average channels that most people have on their TV. So go look up these games. Um, There are so many elite games and just games in general where the game is faster. The game is, you know, played at the highest level. I said, just go sit and just watch. Put yourself in the shoes of the position that you play most and go see where they're throwing the ball. They're probably throwing it ahead of the runner. And I was giving her some other tips, but that's another podcast for another day. But you can learn so much about just watching your player and learning what they're doing in situations. You'll also learn from them making mistakes. They make mistakes all the time. What do they do about those mistakes? You know, if you were in their shoes, how would you do things differently? Or you're probably going to learn rules about the game that you didn't even know existed. Because every once in a while, you get a fancy rule that you're just like, oh, I had no idea that was a thing. Happens to me all the time when I watch games. But you can learn so much about the game, you guys, from simply just sitting watching, putting yourselves in the shoes of the coach, of the player, of the umpire, um, whoever is is there on the TV screen. Just watch them like a hawk. There's so much you can learn. And if you're looking for ways to learn, literally episode 126, this was last year, I did an episode called 10 Things to Look For While Watching College Softball. I go a lot deeper on you know how you specifically can learn the most while watching a specific game so go back to that episode if you're interested in learning how you can make the most of watching and not just watching for entertainment but watching to learn if you're interested in that highly recommend that episode if you haven't listened to it yet i think it's time we do another listener shout out what do you think I was looking them over on Apple Podcasts, and I found this one titled Fantastic Evergreen Episodes that was written on October 17th, 2023 from S. Lewis 64. He said, Ashley does a great job informing us parents on things we need to know and how to better prepare our athletes for what comes next. Her perspective being a former professional athlete is incredibly valuable and inspiring to my daughter. Well, thank you so much, S. Lewis. I wish I knew your actual name, but this was such a humbling thing to see specifically because there's so much that I, you know, wanted to share on this podcast alone about how to make your experience, you know, even better than mine. And I had a great experience, but I'm so glad that she's inspired to be better. I'm so glad that you're inspired to want to learn how to help her be better. I am smiling ear to ear right now. So thank you so much for this amazing review. If you maybe want to get your review mentioned on a future episode, go ahead to Apple Podcasts because I think that's the only place where you can actually write a review. Um, If you want to rank, you know, the podcast and write a review, who knows? I might be sharing yours next. Thank you so much for this amazing review. And let's get back to the show. Now, number four of the five reasons why college softball should be on your TV is these announcers know their stuff for the most part. Sometimes you get like an announcer that's in college that doesn't quite know the game that well. And that's more on those like ESPN plus platforms. But if you're watching the premier games, they're going to have the premier announcers 
on these games. And Amanda Scarborough comes to mind because she's a good friend of mine. I worked with Package Deal with her, but she's worked her way up the ranks of being one of the most famous and recognizable announcers. But she does a really good job of not just the play-by-play, but she talks about, you know, what pitchers in certain situations are thinking about. She was a pitcher in college at the highest level, and she has a really good insight on what they're thinking. She also has interviewed so many coaches and other players and other parts of the field, and she has a good pulse of like what they are thinking. So I think if you're trying to understand the game and what to be thinking about in a mental perspective or in certain situations, like why are coaches making these decisions? If you want context, these premier announcers know what the heck is going on. I've learned so much from them just sitting and watching and learning what it is that they see that maybe I didn't see. But it is so fun to be able to see these announcers kind of just pick the game. And you're almost like picking their brain by seeing what they're seeing. And there are so many great, great, great announcers like Jenny Dalton Hill. You have Michelle Smith. Like they are experts in their field. And who better to learn from from the announcers? So if you want to learn how athletes and coaches are thinking, Amanda Scarborough comes to mind as, you know, one of those announcers and also many that just kind of know what's going on in in like high level ways to where I think we all can learn. All right. Number five, last but certainly not least, is the game is so fun to watch. I know a lot of people that are into baseball and when they're thrown a softball game in front of them, they're just like, whoa, first of all, that was way faster than a baseball game. Also, just the game in general is quicker Like when you touch the ball, you have a shorter distance to first base and there's not a whole lot of just dilly dallying and it just goes smooth and it's and it's a quick game and you're entertained the whole time. And I'm like, yeah, that is our sport. You guys are probably saying the same thing to your baseball friends or other sport friends. It is the best game in the world and it is so much fun, which is another reason why I think every year we're getting more games televised because more and more people are attracted to just the fun and the quickness of the game. Literally, my favorite moments from growing up was when my whole family would sit on the couch and we would watch games together. I can't tell you, you know, that Oklahoma game that went to what, like 17, 18 innings that one year? We watched the whole dang thing. We were not going to bed. Was it like 1.30, 2 o'clock in the morning when we all went to sleep? And that was so much fun. We were like finding snacks in the cupboard and, you know, eating some pizza rolls and we just stayed up late and You know, those are some of those memories that you can make from your couch. Again, the memories you can make are probably way cooler if you're watching the game in person. But if you don't have access to that, sit on the couch with your people that love the game and you can talk the game with them and it'll just be a fun environment. Like I know people that literally, you know, the Super Bowl's coming up this weekend. You know, they treat, you know, the Women's College World Series like the Super Bowl. They have a party. They throw together their favorite charcuterie boards and snacks and they invite their friends over. We should do that. That will make the game so fun. And those are memories that your kids are going to remember for a lifetime. So it is so fun to watch the best in the world do their thing, love every moment on the field. It is an inspiring thing to watch. And overall, it is such a fun freaking game. And what better way to not just learn from the game, but support the game and be inspired by these role models on the field than this game itself. So quick recap of these five things. 
And then I'm going to share with you where we can watch some of these games. I've done some research on where we can find some, especially early on in the season. Uh, But number one, it's one of the best ways to support the game. The best way is to be there. If you can't be there, put it on your TV screen. You're supporting the game in a huge way when you do that. Number two, there are role models everywhere. To your left, to your right, you will never know who you'll be inspired by. Number three, it's the best way to learn the game, especially from an outsider's point of view. It's probably going to inspire your kid to want to go practice. Number four, the announcers know their stuff. So that's a prime reason why we should be watching on TV. Sometimes when I even go to a game, I like to go rewatch it to see what the announcers are saying. That's just a nerdy thing that I do and probably nobody else does, but we learn so much from these announcers. And then number five, it is a fun game to watch. Get softball on your TV this weekend. Got it? All right. Where can we find these games? So as mentioned before, there are 3,200 games that are going to be across all ESPN platforms. So that includes ESPN, ESPN+, ESPN2, ESPNU, SEC Network, ACC Network, and then all of those have like plus platforms as well. There are so many games. ESPN Plus, it's definitely, if you're one of those people who wants to watch more games, I firmly believe that investing in ESPN Plus is worth the investment. If you want to play in college and you want to watch the best games, sometimes you don't see them on um, just your average TV screen. Um, but ESPN Plus has so many of those games. When my sister was playing at Michigan and UNC, I got to watch so many of her games on there, which was so awesome. In a little bit, I'll tell you specifically where you can find where your favorite teams are playing. But ESPN Plus, definitely worth the investment if you're asking my opinion. Um, This upcoming weekend, if you're listening um, before games start this weekend, in Clearwater, there are multiple games that are on the MLB network. Yes, this is the first time ever softball will be aired on the MLB network. There's a Notre Dame game. There's a Clemson game. You'll, you can go look it up. But they, there's three games, and I believe they're on Saturday. I totally wrote down where these are, and I lost them, but it's fine. But you can look this up. ESPN they, or MLB, they wrote an entire article on like what games are going to be airing, how this is monumental for our game, which it totally is. If you didn't know, last year and the year before were the first time that softball, this was the World Series, Women's College World Series. It was on ABC. So like that is massive, massive, massive for our game. And now we're kind of bleeding into MLB Network, which is great because they have their own fan base. And we're probably going to recruit some baseball people to be college softball fans. So how awesome is that? Also, if you have a favorite team, here's my hack for you to make sure that you know where they're playing. So if you know they're playing this weekend, which D1, D2, some of D3 are playing this weekend, go follow your favorite teams on Twitter. And a lot of times on game day, they're going to show you all the different places that where you can listen on the radio. Or if there's an opportunity to watch, they'll give you the link of where to watch. That's where if it's on ESPN Plus, they'll give you the link to ESPN Plus. But you'll, they'll tell you specifically where you can find each game. Also, a lot of schools, what they'll do on their website. So if you go to, let's say, Oklahoma softball and you watch their and you look at their schedule, sometimes in within their schedule, they'll tell you where the game will be aired as well. And what I'm going to do is I found an entire article from ESPN 
Um, it was called, and I'm going to put it in the show notes, but it said, ESPN hits home run with nearly 3,200 regular season softball games across platforms. And at the very bottom, oh, they they wrote also all the top 10, top five matchups across ESPN. So it's like Stanford, Florida State on the 15th of February, Tennessee, Stanford, February 16th. Um, you got Oklahoma at Texas on ESPNU, April 5th. So you can look at that. Um, but underneath that, it actually shows 2024 NCAA Division One regional or regular season softball schedule. And then it tells you all the matchups, what the date is, the time, and the platform. And they're all scheduled to change because TV is like that. And some games get pushed back because of weather and things like that. But it shows all the way up until like May 5th. And there's tons and tons of games and matchups on there. And it tells you where you can find it. Um, on like your regular ESPN platforms, which is awesome, like SEC Network, ESPN2, ESPNU, ESPN, pretty awesome stuff. So I'm going to recommend go to the show notes, go find that article. It's from ESPN Press Room, but you can look at those specifically. But again, you might not be even a huge fan of D1. Like you might be wanting to watch D2, D3. And I also saw that Flow Softball, F-L-O, if you've never heard of them, it is a subscription. You do have to buy it. But they have actually come out with articles on what D2 games and D3 games. They also do a few D1. I think they're doing the Mary Nutter tournament, um, which is a huge, big tournament out in California this year for D1. But if you are interested in D2, D3, they are actually airing a lot of those games as well. So go check out which games they plan to air. And if those are your teams and that's who you want to follow, which I highly recommend, there is very competitive softball at those levels. Check out Flow Softball. They have options there. And then I'm just giving you all the things. Sometimes I literally find games on Facebook. These They're not typically your D1 schools, but I've seen some like local schools around here in Indiana They're like airing some of their games on Facebook. Not all schools do this. Not many schools do it, to be honest. But who knows? Maybe if you follow that team on Twitter, they're like, hey, we're airing this on our team's page on Facebook. Go watch the game. That's an option for some schools, which I think is pretty cool to use social media to help, you know, get the game out there. So you might be able to find some games on Facebook. All in all, this is a really excited time, exciting time to be a fan of softball um, obviously if you are here, you are a fan of softball. And if you want to become a better player, if you want to become a better coach, or if you as a parent want to understand the game better, like you might be new to the game and not know all the rules. You might be, you know, interested in seeing how athletes hold themselves accountable on the field, how, you know, they go all out for plays and you want to, there's so much that we all can learn. I don't care where you are in the game. It's got to be on your TV. You got to be watching it. Again, not just to support the game, but to like see your potential. This is where I was inspired to want to play in college. I was like, I want to play on TV. That'd be super cool. And some of my best games, they were aired on TV and I get to go back and it's hard to find them now. But I could say that I did that. Like, this is where the dream starts is right here, right in your own home for many of you. Again, get your butt in the seats if you can. There are programs out there that are selling out their season tickets. Like Nebraska, it's crazy. Once Jordy Ball moved from Oklahoma to Nebraska, they like oversold their season tickets and there will probably just be standing room for all their home games. That is the power of the sport and how much it's growing. Go support your teams, your local teams. Again, 
We got so many teams up here where I live. IU South Bend is really close by. I'm going to be going to some of their games. Like, I want to see this game grow, and you can help this game grow by simply being there or specifically what this episode is recorded for, watching the game on your television. I'm going to put in the show notes another episode I did about why you should be watching the game, but specifically, I gave you five reasons today. Get that softball on your TV this weekend. Let's all do it together. If you guys are interested in like my take on games, you'll be able to tell when I'm watching a game because I'm always tweeting about it or writing it on Facebook. So if you don't follow me on Twitter, um, I'll put that link in the show notes as well, along with my Facebook page. But I just love talking the game with other people. Um, And sometimes if you're interested in seeing, you know, how I see the game or everybody tells me I should be an announcer, we'll work on that maybe. Um, but there are things that I see in the game, you know, from a hitting perspective, like, Hey, did you see how she just bounced back with two strikes? Did you see how short, you know, she was choking up on the bat just to make sure she was getting good contact with two strikes. Did you see her approach of the plate? Um, you know, from her first bat at bat where she struck out to her last at bat where she had the clutch hit to win the game. These are things that I nerd out about, especially from a hitting perspective, but so fun to watch this game. I'm always tweeting about base running. So if you want to learn how to be a better base runner, watch my Twitter when I'm watching some of the best base runners out there. But you can learn so much by following your people, like those great announcers on Twitter. Um, I, I did want to mention this. I forgot to mention it earlier. Amanda Scarborough on her Facebook page. Um, I think it's Amanda Scarborough Pitching Angel. She has a platform there. She's always like mentioning or pushing it out there, like what big games she'll be calling, but also like what big games you can find on ESPN. So if you want to follow her on Twitter and her Facebook page, she's always talking about the big matchups. But if you want to go do your own research, go to that link that I gave you for the ESPN games, but just do your research. Your favorite, your favorite teams will be somewhere this year. And I would hate for you to miss out. So go watch softball. You've probably heard enough from me. Let's all watch the game together. Let's talk to each other on social with our favorite games and matchups. I'm just so hyped for softball season to start, and I hope you are too. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of When the Cleats Come Off. I know I gave you so many resources today, so make sure to check out the show notes to find where you can watch college softball this year. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with your tribe, share it with your team. They might not know that softball is on TV, and you can share that with them. Or if you want to go to some games this year, you can share this with your team and all sit your butts in the seat and go watch the game together. There's literally no better thing you could do. But thank you again for tuning in. If you love this podcast, please make sure you're subscribed wherever you like to listen. Maybe write me a review on Apple Podcasts to help boost the ratings of this podcast. And at the end of the day, just thank you so much for just giving me a little bit of your time today. And I can't wait to share with you an interview that I'm excited to share next week. Don't forget to stay awkward, stay humble, and keep smiling. And let's go watch some softball. Softball.